You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you're a 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? 415ers podcast, 95.7 The Game, Honestly Sports Podcast Network. Mark Grandy, Evan Giddings. Um, coming to you live after the 49ers fall in the NFC Championship to the Philadelphia Eagles, 31-7. to Everyone listening has, has obviously seen the game, is obviously feeling some type of way. Uh, Mark, before we get into what we think about this football game, I got to ask you first, how do you feel? <sighs> Frustrated, uh, unfortunate. Uh, put Niners fandom aside, put away the fact that, you know, we wanted to see this incredibly talented team in the Super Bowl, Evan. You just feel like everyone, Niner fan, Eagle fan, any fan of football, anyone that was interested in this game got cheated out of a matchup everyone wanted to see all year long. Because uh, at the first drive the Niners have offensively, Brock Purdy goes down. He only comes back in that game with a, a right elbow injury. We don't really know the severity. Kyle Shanahan said post game they'll get an MRI done likely on Monday and, and we'll, we'll know more then. He, he only comes back in because they had no other options. Their fourth quarterback of the year, Josh Johnson, is ruled out with a concussion, a head injury. They have no one else to play quarterback. That's the only reason why Brock Purdy came in. But he couldn't throw the ball aside from short screen plays and throws to the flat to McCaffrey or whoever. Um, I feel like football fans got cheated out of a matchup everyone wanted to see all year long, Evan. And it's unfortunate that it had to go this way. It's unfortunate that all these injuries had to happen. It's unfortunate how ugly it got at the end for both teams. Um, It's a tough one to swallow because this was a matchup. I, I know you and, and everyone else was so incredibly excited to watch and we never got to see it. No, I think that's a good way to put it. Look, all seasons must come to an end except for one, but, not like this. Like yeah. that's that's not what you want to see in a football season coming to its conclusion. I mean, this was supposed to be the heavyweight title fight. I I think whoever had won this game, in this case Philadelphia, is going to go on to have a really good chance to win at the Super Bowl. I think the Niners would have had an equally good chance. And a lot of things in this game that will break down over the course of this episode, I think, indicate that. But it's tough because look, even before the injury that, of course, changed the course of this game, Brock Purdy. I mean, the first defensive possession, Fred Warner gets hit with a stinger. Yeah. Um, on, on the punt, Nick Bosa gets hit by friendly fire and, and nearly gets injured. I know both of those players came in, but it's just like those type of, of omens are now the ones that are stuck in my mind, especially when the game was effectively over at the seven-minute mark of the first quarter when Brock Purdy got hurt. 
And and look, I know that the 49ers have gone through two starting quarterbacks before. And I know that Josh Johnson, look, there's a reason why he wasn't on a roster up until the last part of the season. The 49ers were, in Kyle Shanahan's words, dealt a bad hand. I would argue they were dealt the worst hand. That doesn't mean they were going to win this football game, Mark. But after those things happened, they had no chance to win this football game. No matter how you want to slice it, I know there were some things that we'll we'll dig into throughout this, this game. But just on face value, the opportunity to win by no fault of their own, and honestly by no fault of Philadelphia, was taken away because of injuries, along with penalties compounding, and just overall mistakes that prevented the 49ers from having a chance to win. Yeah, the fact that they got this game back to tie, Devin, 7-7, after a superhuman Christian McCaffrey touchdown run in the second quarter, the fact that it was 7-7, the fact that the Eagles were facing third downs, the fact that the Niners had quieted the crowd, there was an... An, an eerie feeling going around Lincoln Financial Field, Evan. You could feel it even through the television broadcast. Eagle fans were worried. They're, Brock Purdy isn't even playing. The Niners are on their fourth string quarterback, yet this game is tied and the Niners defense is flying around. The fact that you even got to that point. Now, of course, everything went downhill from there. There were three penalties on that drive, one on a third and seven, one on a second and 10, another on a second and nine that ultimately helped the Eagles get into the end zone. And that was the beginning of the end for the 49ers. But Evan, the fact that the Niners even got that game back to tight and quieted that crowd and kind of created that, um, I don't know, nervous energy in Philadelphia Incredible, considering everything you're saying. The team is on their fourth quarterback of the season, from Trey Lance to Jimmy Garoppolo to Brock Purdy, a seventh-round rookie who seemed like the savior, all the way to Josh Johnson, a journeyman who in over a decade in the NFL hadn't taken a single snap in the postseason until the 2023 NFC title game. Evan, the fact that the Niners convinced people that they were in this game for at least a half a football or almost a half a football is remarkable considering everything they were dealing with. Um, and it, it's just a shame and had to play out the way it did because uh, I mean, I Evan, I'm leaving this game the same way I went into it. I'm not sure if the Eagles are the better team than the 49ers. Certainly they were the better team today when you consider the injuries and everything that happened. But if you could do a redo, start this game from the beginning again, uh, I wouldn't know who would win. I mean, that, that's the same way I went into this game. Not sure. These are the two top teams in the NFC. I don't know who's better, and I still, frankly, don't know which team is better. I think we saw something that in me, in, in my eyes, like I, I, the Philadelphia Eagles did what the 49ers have done to each of their last 12 opponents, which is when the opposing team has given the 49ers an inch, they have taken a mile. Now, today, Philadelphia was given several inches by the 49ers. And to their credit, they took more than a mile. I mean, by the end of the game, it, I didn't want to watch it. it. It was a joke because not only do does Brock Purdy get hurt, but then Josh Johnson gets concussed the first drive of the second half. Yep. And you got to go back to your quarterback who can't throw. So you're essentially like people were talking about, oh, you should have put Christian McCaffrey and Kyle Juszczyk should have gone and tried to throw the ball. It's like. What are we talking about here? <laughs> it's over. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, <sighs> if, if you want to talk about people to blame, maybe 
you know, Kyle Shanahan not choosing to challenge the Devontae Smith fourth and three catch in the first drive of the game. Maybe. I know his explanation after the game was they didn't really get a definitive look on the video scoreboard because, of course, why is the home field going to show an angle that shows their guy dropping the ball? And if that and if you have six seconds to throw the challenge fly because credit to the Eagles, they got to the line and ran a play, then maybe it's that. You know, may, maybe it's it, it's setting up uh, a, a situation where Tyler Croft has a one on one block with Hassan Reddick and, and that turns into the fumble. But those are two. If you're telling me the game was lost in two plays, I, I look. I, I'm I'm sorry. Like I, I don't know if that's enough for me to to blame anyone in this situation. If you have to lay blame at someone's feet, I guess it's the head coach because who else are you going to blame in a game where everything seems to go wrong? But I'm I'm not one to look at anyone in this game, Mark. Aside from the situation that unfolded, saying when you lose your starting quarterback, in in most situations. This is what happens. So what I take away from from watching that football game is, God damn, the 49ers really got to this point after losing two starting quarterbacks. Like, that is incredible. The way that Josh Johnson played, he wasn't great. He wasn't given a fair shake. But that, in most situations, is what is supposed to happen when your starting quarterback gets hurt on the first drive of a football game, not what Brock Purdy had been doing each of the past eight games. That's where my mind went after seeing everything unfold. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. It's incredible, Evan. The 49ers simultaneously this season have had the best quarterback depth in the NFL. Bar none. I mean, they're on their third string quarterback and hadn't lost with him and are all the way in the NFC championship game. Yet because of injury after injury after injury, the main reason that their season didn't end with the Super Bowl is because they didn't have enough quarterback depth, even though they had the most quarterback depth in the entire league. Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, they were fine with all three of those guys. I mean, you can make a case maybe they weren't okay with Trey Lance. We didn't really know for sure, but they were certainly okay in playing good enough football with Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy. But that was as far as they could go. And I think you're right. This, The way that this all played out, Evan, um, it makes you appreciate what, had happened up to this point. And I know we, I mean, we spent, we've been spending months talking about Brock Purdy and how incredible this is. He's a Mr. Irrelevant seventh round rookie quarterback who's making it look easy. Like we know, and and we haven't been shying away from the fact that this is incredible and really, really hard to believe. But the way that this all played out, you just get the sense that this dream run was going to have to come to a close at some point, And it, it was an, an injury that doomed it. Um, but you're right. This is what it's supposed to look like when your starting quarterback goes out. The Niners, you know, flipped that script twice, first to Jimmy Garoppolo and then to Barack Purdy. They could not flip the script a third time. They could not pull the rabbit out of a hat a third time. Uh, their luck simply ran out and they haven't had a ton of luck because of all the injuries, but, but it did run out. Uh, and it's unfortunate because it, it looked like this was going to be a season 
that you'd remember for all the right reasons, uh, but you're going to remember it for all the wrong reasons now because of another injury to a quarterback. Well, and that's the thing too. It's like, I, I don't know if, if any loss is created equal, but there, there was some part of me that, that felt like, look, last year's NFC title title game loss was, was more crushing. And because this one, it didn't feel like there was much of a chance at all. And, and sure, you know, p- people want to kill the referees and, and the officials for, you know, maybe not catching this or not catching that. The 49ers also did not do themselves any favors. No. I mean, the, the I thought the defense on face value played well today, but in spots where you need to be disciplined in spots where you cannot give, again, an inch to the other team that may or may not be better than you, but is certainly on the same level as you. They made too many mistakes today to overcome. And especially when you lose your starting quarterback, that's not like giving up six first downs via penalties is not going to win you a football game. Maybe even if you have your starting quarterback, nevertheless, if you lose one on the first drive of the football game. So as much as, you know, I, I, I do not want to come down anyone's road because I, I think it's just, it was an unfortunate set of events. What, what transpired today in Philadelphia, the 49ers, like you mentioned, did tie this football game. And in the first 28 minutes of the first half, I thought they played great football considering what had happened to them. And that completely unraveled in the final two minutes of the first half in which Philadelphia used to create a 21-17 halftime lead and essentially roll the rest of the way. I mean, that's where the game didn't change for me, but that's where the nail in the coffin came. Well, yeah. So the Niners score the Christian McCaffrey touchdown run. Suddenly the Niners have life. And again, it created that energy around the link. 7-7 ball game. It felt a lot like Green Bay last year where the Packers go down and drive. They get the first score. And then suddenly they just go stagnant because the 49ers defense was playing so well. You're absolutely right. It did feel like that. It was the same same thought that I had. So after that Christian McCaffrey score, it's 7-7. Philadelphia gets the ball back. Uh, with what, almost eight minutes left in the second quarter, and they go down on a 14-play, 75-yard drive, capped by a Miles Sanders 13-yard touchdown run, but aided by three huge penalties on that drive, all that resulted in first downs. The first, a third and seven, and this was kind of the the peak nervous energy inside of the link. 7-7, the Niners defense gets two stops on first and second down, facing a third and seven, Pass over the middle, incomplete, almost intercepted, but called back because of a defensive pass interference on Jimmy Ward against A.J. Brown. Niner fans, I know, were upset about that call, but it was the right call. A penalty on Jimmy Ward, automatic first down. Second and 10 then, illegal use of hands, hands to the face on defensive lineman T.Y. McGill. That was as clear as day, had his hands on the face mask of the offensive lineman for what, like five, six, seven seconds. It was an easy call first down then second and nine illegal contact on Mooney Ward that one was probably the the least egregious of all three but still by the letter of the law a right call a first down ultimately ends in a touchdown so suddenly it's 14-7 you're the 49ers you think okay just go into halftime down by seven we trust our defense they're going to come out and play well in the second half and maybe We could find a way to manufacture another touchdown drive. Maybe we get a field goal here or there. Maybe we get some help on special teams, and who knows what could happen. 
but then everything flipped. Niners had a nice play on their first play after that Miles Sanders, Sanders touchdown, a, a, a pass to Debo Samuel. They get a first down, they move the chains, and suddenly you're thinking, all right, maybe they can go down and get a field goal and trail by only four points at half. Next snap, Josh Johnson out of the shotgun, takes his eyes off the ball, drops it, fumbles it, doesn't really make much of an effort to fall on the ball, ultimately recovered by the Eagles and Hassan Reddick, who was everywhere in this game. And then they ultimately turn it into another touchdown just before the half. This one, a Boston Scott 10-yard touchdown. And suddenly it's 21-7. to And at that point, Evan, the game's over. The game's over at that point. You get down by 14 late in the first half. Suddenly the crowd is back in it. They know that they are inches away from winning this thing. You have a fourth-string quarterback essentially in. Your defense is getting frustrated with these penalties. The game's over right there. The Niners could not come back from that tough final two minutes, essentially, of the first half. Well, and the tail end of that is Philadelphia, yeah, they got the fumble. But I was confused as to what they were doing trying to run clock with multiple timeouts and the ball under a minute left. Boston Scott on a second and five takes near the sideline, and Dre Greenlaw inexplicably grabs his face mask that moves the Eagles to the 10-yard line. And then instead of thinking, all right, well, we got him behind the sticks, a chance to force on a third down, a potential you know, field goal. I know we didn't play well to end the half, but at least you take some momentum in the locker room with a stand. Next play, Boston Scott into the end zone. And then you're looking up and it's 21-7 and it's it's curtains. I mean, so like you mentioned, Mark, everything that could have went wrong in the final two minutes did. And it took away what I thought was a very well-played first half from the 49ers, considering the issues that surrounded that, that they really couldn't control. So that, that's to me where, where the game was won and lost. And unfortunately, the second half was just more of the same. I know there was a couple of things that we can get into, but I'm totally with you that everything changed in that that final two-minute span for the 49ers.